This is 15 Minutes to Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Idell, and today is day number five of Wayne Dyer Week. Today's episode, I'm going to discuss with you why giving up your personal history might be one of the most impactful things you could do for yourself. So think about this for just a moment. When a speedboat zooms across the surface of the water, there's like a white foamy froth that trails behind the boat. It'd be called the wake, right? If you've been on a boat, maybe you've seen this before. It's that, it's that little part behind the, the engine, the propeller. But the wake is ultimately nothing more than the trail that's left behind the boat. The answer to the question of what is driving the boat is that the boat moves because of the present moment energy generated by the engine. This is what makes the boat ultimately move across the water. Right? None of this is rocket science, I'm sure, for you. But do you think it's possible for the wake to drive the boat? Like, is that frothy trail behind the boat, is that, could that actually be propelling the boat forward? Of course not. Right? It's a rhetorical question for you, but inevitably you're answering it. No, that'd be foolish. The wake is only the trail left behind the boat. It could never be responsible for driving it forward. So what I'm suggesting to you is that you potentially begin to apply this same methodology and mindset to your own life. Why would you let the past and the things that you've been through drive you as you go forward? Those become choices that you make and decisions that you make, but those decisions and stories can be recalculated and recalibrated to help you find power, productivity, and production. Because this wake is, is nothing that would ever drive the boat forward, no different than the trail of the things you've left behind should never be what's driving you forward. But nonetheless, we all at some point, at some subconscious level, end up becoming victims of our personal history. So much of what I do with my clients is help them access and own heightened levels of awareness. Awareness for their thoughts. Awareness for the stories they've been telling themselves. Awareness as to what is possible for them going forward. From that point of awareness, from that place of embodying that and owning the heightened sense of awareness, you can begin to become the orchestrator of your life versus the observer. But it's also my experience that most people, most of us, potentially even you, are hanging on to your personal histories to justify your self-defeating behaviors and even the scarcity you might be experiencing in your life. You might be hanging on to the past pains, abuses, shortcomings. You might be even using them as kind of like calling cards, right? Saying, poor me, and like I was abandoned as a child. I'm an alcoholic. I'm an incest survivor. My parents were divorced and I never got over it. Stories like that and that sort of environment in which you were a victim, which 100% I want to make sure that you hear, I do believe you would be a victim of all of those situations. But that page of those type of situations could be hundreds of pages long. But all those things are, are past tense, right? None of those are currently happening. Those are all I was, I were, I did. 
None of those are I am doing. None of those are about right now. You see, the past is over. It's not here any longer. But by bonding to your past, you not only ensure that you'll be immobilized today, but you actually prevent yourself from healing. If you refer consistently to past struggles and you begin to use them as the reasons for not getting on with your life, you are doing the equivalent of attributing your life today to the wake's ability to drive the boat. Think about that. Like literally, stop for just a moment and let that sink in. If you're letting situations like that define your current reality and what's possible going forward, you, my friend, are letting the wake drive the boat of your life. Most people refer to these quote-unquote good old days that seemingly are gone forever as a reason as to why they can't be happy or fulfilled today. Everything has changed, you might say. No one respects anything like they used to. People don't seem to want to help out like they did in the past. When we were kids, we respected authority. Today's kids walk all over their parents. This is also living in the past. This is living in the wake of the boat. That's assigning too much power to the past as to why you can't be successful going forward. Imagine you had a pencil in your hand right now, right? Look down in your hand. Imagine holding that pencil in your right hand if you're right-handed, of course, left if you're left-handed. And that pencil, for whatever the reason, was a magic pencil that could only write down your past history. It would have no other use. Right? You, could, you could literally not write anything else. Anytime it was in your hand and you put it to the paper, you instantly started writing out stuff about your past. All of your past would be in that pencil. Would you keep the pencil? Would you hold on to the pencil or would you throw it away? What would you keep it for? What would be the value? You can cry all night about the history in that pencil, all that it could contain, all that you wish you could erase or bring back again. But all of your tears can't wash out one word of the past. You might want to let go of that past, right? So what would you do? You'd simply throw away the pencil. But even when you throw it away, even when you walk away from it, no matter how far you walk, if you look back, there it would be. But the pencil is always, always, always going to be there. So if you can't throw it away and you can't use it, what is it that you could do with it? I would suggest that you pick up the pencil and with compassion, allow those words, the wounds, and the pain of the past to be written, embraced, examined, understood, accepted, and ultimately loved for all that you've learned and all that you've experienced. That act of simply picking it up and embracing it will give you the strength needed to transform the past into a beautiful painting. If you feel called to do so after getting all that out and owning it and embodying it, now would be the time to throw it away in your own unique way.
Because so many of us think that we are truly different. And when I say different, that we are the only ones that have experienced the victim nature of our lives. And so we don't embrace our personal history. I mean, think about this. If the universe itself is an intelligent system with a divine creative force that supported it, God, higher power, universal oneness, whatever you'd like to refer to it as, there simply could be no accident. The fact that you are listening to this show right now would mean there's a divine orchestration that states you needed to hear the message that I'm sharing with you. It would also have to be in play to say that I needed to receive this message to share it to you because you knew that you would listen. As tough as that might be to acknowledge, you had to go through what you have went through in order to get to where you are at today. No different than me. I had to have the infidelity. I had to have the failures in business. I had to have the anabolic steroid abuse. I had to have the unique things that happened to me as a child in order to be here in this moment on this microphone right now. If anything else would have taken even a one degree variance of a turn, I wouldn't be here. You see, those dark times, the accidents, the tough episodes, the illness, the abuse, the broken dreams, they were all in a divine order to get you to wake up and realize what you have today. They all happened, so you can assume they had to happen because you can't begin to unhappen them. What I found is if you can embrace that perspective and then understand them and accept them and honor them, you can begin to finally retire or transform them in your own way. You see, if you can become free to immerse yourself in the moment, the now, if you will, I refer to that as being very present. And again, so much of what I work on with clients is the present awareness that is required to realize that you are not a victim, you just experience some things that you can reframe. And what becomes more transformative even than that is to realize that there is no past. No different than there really is no future. That all you get is right now in this exact moment. The willingness and ability to live fully in the now eludes so many of us. Think about it. While you're eating an appetizer, are you instantly concerned with how dessert's going to taste? Or could you slow down and just be present with the food in your mouth? Next time you're reading a book and it's in your hand, notice where your thoughts ultimately travel to. Is it anxiously waiting for what's on the next page? There's an irony to having this habit of your mind drifting other times and other places. You can only really drift off in the now because now is all you ever get. So drifting off is a way of using up your present moments. You do indeed have a past, but not now. And yes, you hopefully will have a future, but it isn't here now. And you can consume your now with thoughts of then and maybe. But that will ultimately keep you from inner peace and stability. And from that level of inner peace and stability, you're going to miss out on the success that you're divinely orchestrated to have. It's doubtful from our level of understanding and perception, that other creatures on this incredible planet waste the present. 
Most of them probably do not live with thoughts of the past and the future. A beaver, as far as we know, only does a beaver, right? He's only here in the present. He's only doing what he needs to do in the moment. He doesn't spend his day wishing he were a young beaver again or ruminating, ruminating over the fact that his beaver siblings received more attention than he did. He's simply always right now. He's simply building the dam. So if you begin to practice living in the moment and you begin to refuse to allow any thoughts based on the past to define you, you'll see yourself start to grow. Stop right now, wherever you're at. If you're driving, pull over to the side of the road for a moment. If you're at the gym consuming this or walking around or maybe in the office, stop just for a second. Take notice of all that's in your immediate space. The people, the creatures, the vegetation, the cloud formation, literally everything. Now stay in this present moment, closing your eyes and slightly begin to meditate. You're getting closer to the ultimate now, which is that silence, which as we covered yesterday ends up being the connection to the source. You see, whatever you want to refer to the higher power as, whether it's God, the universe, Allah, the source, it doesn't really matter to me. Whatever it is, you'd have to almost be open to consideration of the fact that it's only here now. I mean, think about it. This higher power, this source will not be doing anything different one hour from now than he is doing or she is doing right now. And I'll say God is not doing anything different now than what God was doing a thousand years ago. The truth is you can only come to know this higher power God if you're willing to be at peace in the present moment. You see, very few people that I have found understand and live in this principle largely because their conditioning and the unwillingness to train their minds to truly be present moment living. That's one of the very reasons why you might have heard me say at some point in my coaching sessions, it's never crowded along the extra mile. On that extra mile, choosing inner peace and attracting success into your life while living in the present moment becomes a way of being. It becomes just who you are. You can begin releasing your personal history from your repertoire of available excuses to why you're not living in peace right now. It's a change of mindset. You no longer have to rely on your personal history. You can literally reach out across your chest right now and remove all of the labels you place on yourself. You see, it's my belief system that labels have been created to negate who you are. You must ultimately live up to the label rather than being the limitless spiritual creature that is your true essence. You're not an American, not an Italian, you're not African. You're a member of a race, the human race. We have put labels on ourselves and on society and on culturals to create division, not unity. You're not a male or a female, a Democrat or a Republican. You end up being the true oneness, which is God, the source, a higher power, an ultimate being. 
Transcending labels, particularly those that have been placed upon you by others in your past, will open you up to the opportunity of soaring in the now in a way that you desire. You can truly be all things at any present moment in your life. I recommend that you begin to find a way to transform your personal history. And remind yourself as you do, you're transforming any and all beliefs that you've used as labels, indicators, or limitations. If you replaced all that with a knowing that you are not what you've done, what you've been, you're not how others have taught you or what has been done to you, but rather you are part of the beloved, connected to the source, then there's always connectivity to an unlimited amount of power through the beloved. Your past history and all of your hurts are no longer actually a physical reality for your life. Don't allow them to occupy space in your mind. You don't need them. Embrace them all, but then move on to the next act. Because when you begin to move on and you begin to shift and reposition these old traumas and old stories and realize they don't define who you are, but something that you went through in order to create a new opportunity for awareness in the present moment, and you dial into the peace that is able to be found by being present, you'll find out that going forward, you're able to get shit done.